Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. You know, when you see a guy make shots like that, every um, once in a while he misses. But, damn, he did not today. I mean, just so, so impressive. Left side, right uh, side, he was making him everywhere. And, you know, we watched fa- film, you know, against Clemson. I'll be honest, he had two or three wide-open looks. He airballed one by four or five feet to the left. And it's just, um, you know, the basket becomes bigger when you make a few in a row. And uh, we put different defenders. Dave was on him. Dwayne was on him. Fresh was on him. Darius on him. He did a great job. Enoch gets it low. They come with a double throw out to the top over to the right wing. Perry! Bad call. I mean, it's a tie game, but, you know, he, he's the official, so hey, he's right in that situation. Um, but sometimes my wife is right in arguments, and I still think she's wrong. So I'll just leave it. <laughs> one, more, one more. Chris, what? What, Damn, what, it's Seinfeld. I'm supposed to go out on a try, yeah, try to make it a walk-off. Johnson around the Akite head. Stop and go dribble. Now takes it down the lane. His runner up and good off the glass by Johnson. The freshman pitches in his fourth point to go with his five assists. Just putting a lot of responsibility on the freshman's shoulders, and he delivered. 70 to 70 with three minutes remaining. Missed it. Rebound batted around. I think he'll get Huff over the back. Rebounding foul on Jay Huff of Virginia. So we'll go to the other end, and Louisville will get two. Because, again, I got older guys that have been through it. They recognize what's happening on the floor. They have a belief in one another. They're all in. And uh, it's, it's bottom line, it's their team. And they're going to be remembered. You know, hopefully Kenny lets me stay for a few more years, and I'll coach many more teams. But that's Dwayne Sutton's one and only chance to go out as a senior. Ryan, Steve, all those guys down the line. Oh, boy, another perfect free throw from Malik Williams. 80-7, point nine to go. Kihei Clark runs into front court, drives into the lane, kicks over the Akite, another three. That one misses. War secures the rebound, and the streak is over. After nine straight losses to Virginia, the Cardinals finally pull one out. He said, uh, Kenny, not Vince. Did Kenny get promoted? Uh, I mean, he could be an athletic director somewhere. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome into another week of the Afternoon Underdogs. Tony Vanetti. Dave Jennings. Jennings. All right. Celebrating a huge win over Virginia. Finally, finally, a win over the Cavs. Dang time. Oh, and they, it looked good for a long time. And then Virginia started doing what they do to Louisville. Let me go ahead and get my apology out of the way. Go, go, ahead, on, go ahead. On Friday, my prediction for the game was, mm-hmm. if, if you were listening, was because I, I wasn't, I wasn't worried at all about this game. You right. were really, really concerned, as you should be after losing nine in a yes. row. Yes, but I was not worried. I said 
It's going to feel like Louisville could blow them out, but Virginia is going to annoyingly hang around, but Louisville wins by eight, and they won by seven. So I was off by a point, and, yeah. and for that, I'm deeply sorry. I said I was worried. I felt I had a bad feeling. Louisville had been p- playing with fire, kept sticking their hand in the fire the last couple of games, and then pulling it out at the end. Given one of their booms, Louisville would boom you by 20, and then Louisville would win by double digits, but they would be scary. So I said... Man, I just, Louisville seems like they're due. That is like a dumb statement for sports radio, but sometimes you're due. And this team likes to show us when Louisville needs to be dude. So. They're dude. They did not do dude. it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. Didn't uh, do it. It was fun to watch. This is going to be a hard team to deal with. They shot 51% from the field, 41 from three, 88 from the line. That's a really hard team to beat when they do that. And I got to tell you. Kind of like Dan, uh, Dan Dockage. He's been great. He's been positive, upbeat. He, he throws praise around to both teams. Right. He's got a kind of that smile in his voice. He's kind of funny. I, I've enjoyed him the last yeah. couple of games out. He was, uh, he called the wake game and then he called this one on Saturday. I tweeted out after the game. I said, he's the Tony Romo of college basketball. He kept predicting what would happen on the floor before it happened. Here's what's going to happen in the next couple of series. And then it would happen. I mean, he was nailing it, but he wasn't picking sides. I thought he did a great job. It was, he was part awesome. Of it. I was up kind of pumping my fist. My wife said, I haven't seen you this engaged in a basketball game in a while. Like I, I said, you know what? This game is really, I've been always kind of, I've been even keel. Now they've pulled me back in. Ten in a row, a huge game. If you want to talk about it, it's 571-7900. Back-to-back road games up next. Um, Georgia Tech, Clemson. I have a feeling Louisville's going to drop one game the rest of the way. I think the Clemson game scares me a bit. If they if they lose at Clemson, they'll win at Florida State. If they win all the way to Florida State, they'll lose there. That that's my prediction for the rest of the year. Louisville drops one more either to Clemson or at Florida State. Uh, for people in their cars and at work, Dave, when he made the prediction, closed his eyes and leaned his head back like he was making a prediction like he was in a... You you did like this. I predict they're going to lose one game like your Kreskin. She said dig. <laughs> Kevin Bacon movie. I don't even know. Stir of Echoes. I don't know if we know what came out about this. About. Came out about the same time as The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Might be a better movie. But it got overshadowed by that. What's it called? A Stir of Echoes. Okay, I'm going to look it up. It's a pretty good little horror movie. Okay, so we can't... Horror. We cannot blow past... Virginia's chipping away. They're chipping away. Oh, they're chipping away. Lefty. They're chipping away. And then with just a couple, was it three minutes left? It's tie ball game and Chris Mack gets teed up. Right? At that point, I was thinking, oh no. Is this going to, is the worm going to turn here? And Virginia goes up dose. I wasn't worried that they were going to lose at any point, but at that moment, yes, I kind of went, ooh, that's not good timing. I've when it gets under two minutes, a really smart basketball person said this once. He goes, if it gets under two and the game is tied, it is all everything's all even because you can just throw yep. up shots and they can go in two minute game. So you could play a lower level basketball team to a higher level, not a high school versus a college. But he said, you, you know, you really go coin flip at that point if it's under two and it's tied. So at that point, Louisville bailed his ass out. Louisville went 12 and th- 12 to 3 score against Virginia at that to end the game. And Louisville wins, breaks the streak, 
and they keep their streak going on with 10 in a row. I've been waiting for the Enoch little jump hook to start hitting its mark again, and it did. Five for seven. Only a couple of rebounds. He still has to improve there, but Malik Williams helped him pick up the slack. 26 points combined for the bigs. 571-7900 if you want to talk about the game. It's pretty exciting. Uh, Louisville also had that. Uh, the seedings came out on Saturday. Did you see that? Yeah, they're a two seed based mm-hmm. on this. And by the way, the AP poll is also out. Nothing really happened at the top. So Louisville stayed pat at number five. Kentucky's okay. up to 12. Okay. And for the first time, I think the first time this year, but Michigan State, the preseason number one. Yes. Out of the poll. Good. Good. I hope they get a terrible seed, and I hope they lose. And Loopy is unhappy. All right. So two seed in the South region that's played in Houston with Auburn, Seton Hall, and the number one seed is Baylor. You like that draw? If you give me a two seed with Louisville, send them out west, I'll dig that like a day off. I'll take the east region. San Diego State, Duke, Maryland, and Butler. Yeah, Butler's been struggling lately. I like that one a lot. Midwest region was Kansas, Dayton, Florida State, and Michigan State. That's kind of a tough one. West region, Gonzaga, West Virginia, Villanova, and Oregon. I wouldn't want to be out west. Nah, not that not one. Not with those four. No way. But you know what? Louisville could play their, play themselves to a one seed. So the, the schedule plays out like that. Well, be a Florida State fan tonight because they, they play at Duke. That's the great thing about being in the ACC, except for this year because everyone's down. You got three decent teams. Tell you what, the Carolina Duke game was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was. I was reminded of the Kentucky-Louisville game where you left at the end going, make a couple of free throws. That's it. And you've got the game. And you got the game. Yeah, and they needed that. But that those, that rivalry, the last hundred games before this one, yes. they were 50 and 50. I know. Total points exactly the same. I know. I saw that and went, it's how insane. can that be? How can that be? All right, let's talk about David Johnson. Freshman from Trinity. Trinity High School. Won a state championship with the Rocks. He is way better than anyone predicted. I think if they could redo the star system from last year, he'd probably be a five-star. 6'5", his first step is lightning. He gets to the rim. Doesn't mind contact at all. I was sitting around going, I hope the other seniors don't get upset. Because he took over the game at the end. After Mac got teed up, it was David Johnson's show. I kept looking to her. I said, there's Perry. There's Wara. There's Ryan McMahon, there is, um, there's, um, Enoch, and he's just taking the ball and doing what he wants with it. So I, and it worked out. He won the game, but that's a whole lot on a freshman boy. It's amazing. When you needed it, Johnson rose. Yes, that's right. Johnson was big. He was big. He was big. And in the big moments, you want your Johnson big. You do. And, and it's nice to be thick too when you get mm-hmm. into the, uh, into right. the paint. He's, so stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Four two five oh five hundred. So they closed the game twelve three, led by David Johnson, the 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 freshman. And at some point, you got to look at yeah, you're looking uh, like you're losing a lot of seniors next year. I hate to look forward already, but if you're losing all them, that's fine. But. Boy, the you put together a freshman class pretty decent with the with the Jay Shub kid coming in. Yep, man, they're going to be right back there. All right, but we're not going that fast. We're going to continue with this. That's right. what, let's win this title, and yeah. then we'll worry about next year. All right, so let's talk about Bobby Knight. Wow, that was a purple nose. Yeah, I. This is what I will say. 
I'm happy for Bob Knight's family. I'm happy for the IU fans that still like him. But I am not a Bob Knight fan. Mm-hmm. I never have been. Um, he's definitely showing his age. Um, I thought there were people that thought this was the best thing they've seen in a long time. I thought it was sad. I thought it was sad. It takes him losing his faculties, which has been happening for for a little bit now, to finally decide to go somewhere where he's beloved. Shunning them, spurning them for decades. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you had no accountability and they eventually fired you. Then you turned your back on the state and all of your fans, only to come back when your nose is purple and you're losing your marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 what you hear, these rumors that, boy, it was iffy all the way up. Like they kept saying, maybe it's going to happen. Maybe it's going to happen. Still being a tool. Because you don't know. You don't know. Sending Still being a tool. signals all, I'm sure, all week it, long. You, it, we're not being hard on the old man. Here's the deal. You just can't live your life as a bully and push people around and bully people and flat out fabricate stories to make other people look bad that were trying to do the right thing at IU. Because that's what he did. He fabricated stories about people still at IU that weren't true to turn people in their own community against them because they were trying to do their own thing. And his entire life he spent pushing people around, physically, emotionally, you name it. So then at the end, is I guess you can live your life however you want. Do whatever you want your whole life. But at the end, if you just come and say, oh, well, I want to make up now. No. Look, it's it's easy for me because I'm a Louisville fan. I'm sitting in Louisville. But I've seen his career unfold. I'm 50 years old. I know the stories, right? I know what happened. I know how he treated the TV people when he did his TV show. I know how he treated his assistant coaches. I know how he treated his student Secretaries, teams. Secretaries. I mean, players, girlfriends. I mean, just, oh, just abusive. And, Abusive. And, and Dick Vitale launched into the same thing we always hear when people say, well, tell us about some good stuff. Well, his players love him and he helped out Landon Turner when he needed it. Okay, that's all I've ever heard. And not all the players love him. But helping Landon Turner is the only thing I ever hear when it comes to glowing, amazing story. What has he done in the last 20 years? Maybe there's a lot of positive things he's done. You're supposed right. to do it when no one's watching. Right. I get that. Yeah. But boy, something not a trickle out. And he is, I've made this analogy... He is that buddy you had in high school that you weren't sure if any conversation you were having, any conversation you were having, you weren't sure whether he was going to high-five you or punch you in the face. It's like going hunting with him. Yes. Are, are we going to hit a well, deer right, or sure. is he going to shoot me? Is he going to shoot me? That's, that's accurate. He has always been like that. He's used intimidation to get what he wants. And here's the biggest, the biggest thing I have about Bobby Knight. Is that he, he does it under the guise of old school yeah. discipline and, and treat people with respect and, and you shall treat me because I'm your elder and I'm your coach. Hypocrites say it and then they don't do it to anyone else. Demand it, but don't give it. That's exactly right. Demand it and don't give it. And that was Bob Knight his entire life. Respect other human beings. Yep. And, and eh. I, you put up with it. So people think, well, towards the end, you got really bad. No, no. He went to Final Fours and won national championships. That's why people put up with it. It was Bob Knight University. He could do no wrong. Yes. Nothing was ever investigated. Nothing was ever checked. Yes. And he was able to run 
roughshod. Well, that story is told along a lot of lines. Penn State, Joe Paterno, yep, Michigan did what State. he wanted. He 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 preached he preached discipline and old school and and integrity. And then what were they doing? Hiding sexual predators. Oh, that's just Jerry being Jerry. That was the saddest. What did you ever see that Netflix show about? Uh, no. I think it was um, Al Pacino played him. It is, and you and I have been through that university sort of, we know how sure. it kind of works backstage. And, and so if you're in the know and you watch that, you're like, that's exactly how it would all go down. And it's how exactly how it did go down. And the, and it's funny. It's not funny, but the stu- the, uh, the, the kids, the paternal, and I don't want to, I don't want to chase the squirrel, but the kids, his kids kept asking him, dad, cause they didn't believe him. Dad. How can you sit here and tell us? There's no cameras here. Right, right. How can you sit here and tell us you didn't know? And then then all these little clues kept going up, and they knew since 1979. What, what kind of human being continually protects a defensive coordinator yeah. over the innocence of children? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Bob Knight. I thought it was... In the moment when he did the tussle with, with, with Dick Vitale, too, I was just like, there he is. There's the old Bob Knight where he shoves Dick Vitale right, away. Right. He shoves him away and he goes, don't mess with me. Looks like he's going to punch Dick Vitale. And the crowd go, oh, Bobby. You're, oh, you're back. It's so awesome. He's such a tool, but it's so cool. He's a douche and a prick. And, he, and that little part kind of came back. Again, I'm happy for his family that they made up so at least they can have something after and he can, they can be at IU and all that. If the fans needed that little bit of closure, that's awesome. And and here's I'll give credit to Dan Dockage. Dan Dockage on his show has said before that Bob Knight made up things after he left that really hurt him. That said they weren't true and would try to get a hold of Bob Knight. Why did you say that stuff, right. man? And just to try to cover his own tracks. And Dan Dockage on the game Saturday was like saying, you know what? I'm really happy for like he was big enough person because he was one of the people that Bob Knight attacked. Yep. And Dan, Dan Dockett said, you know what? Let the old ball coach have his moment. So it's a busy hell. I mean, a busy weekend. So we want to hear your calls. Five, seven, one, seventy nine hundred. Too hard on the general. The purple, yeah. the purple nose general. Yeah. And I, I don't we don't mind getting yelled at if you want. No, to no, no. Soon. That's so, fine. You can yell at us. Um, so. Either way, plus I'd like to talk about the Virginia game. If you want to talk about the Virginia game, five seven one seventy nine hundred. Next up, Georgia Tech on the road and Josh Pastner. Um, Matt gets teed up with a couple minutes to go. Tie ball game. They go up two at that point, and then Louisville closes it for him. Uh, David Johnson taking over at the end of the game. Uh, the damn Virginia kid that was old for a million comes in and just everything he's throwing up is landing. Thomas Wishtashear or whatever. What the his hell name his name is? I mean, my God, now the U of L women's team has dropped their second in a row after getting smacked by Florida State. The Team USA team, though. Now, one of their star players is playing for the Nigerian national team right now. So Who is? Uh, the, one of their star players. Oh, okay. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Okay, okay. She's been gone for two games. Okay, all right. And they've lost those two. Okay. Now, you have to be able to rally the troops. When that happens, there are going to be injuries. There's going to be whatever. You don't think people are criticizing her for that? Oh, I wouldn't think so. Right. If Coach Wallace has given her the blessing, no, of absolutely course. not. She'll They're be a better kids. She'll be a better player for it. I don't think people realize how hard college athletes work. And Louisville's still going to be a one or a two seat, so it's going to be fine. If they get a choice, she wants to go play for the national team. You damn right she can. Absolutely. So that only helps recruiting down the line. Okay, come on. Yeah, right. 
So they've dropped two after, but you can't help but ask the question of, okay, did the beatdown by the USA team mentally get in their, I mean, it got in their head? I would, we watched some of the game, uh, the Syracuse game. They, they were just flat. They're missing shots. Syracuse was hustling. It was just one of those games where they weren't, I mean, they got to within four in the third quarter and then they opened it back up to 12 and it just wasn't their day. That's two games in a row where it's not their day. It's happening to Bellerman right now. Bellerman's what, lost five of six or some crazy thing. It's just kind of strange how you get in these little funks yep. when you look unbeatable and then all of a sudden you can't find the basket. Let's bring in Billy into the conversation. Billy, what's up, man? You're on with the underdogs. Hey guys. Oh, man, thanks for having me. I just wondered about my lady cards. They were playing so good. I mean, that game against Notre Dame, just cruising. And you guys think there's any validity that when we play the national team, they kind of took our uh, a chip off our shoulder? I, I, it's That's hard to say because... You know, in you know, I, my sons uh, wrestled for eight years, and there was times that if if you lost a really bad match, you, it, it took a couple matches to get your head back. So it was, I mean, if you get beat up, if you get beat up like that, and that's what happened was the girls got the women's team got beat up in the second half by that USA team. I can't imagine that it did because it's basketball. You just move to the next game, but I think it's a legit question, Billy. Uh, it just kind of hit me. You know, they were playing so well and just real, you know, really scoring and doing everything as a team. And now they look kind of lost and like the like deer's in a headlight a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah. uh, it's just interesting. I, w- I hope I'm wrong. Right. Thank you, Billy. I wouldn't think call. so. I mean, if the Toronto Raptors came in here and played the Louisville men's team and they lost by 30, that doesn't mean they can't beat Georgia Tech Wednesday. But there, there could be something going on there, but they know who that was. Those are the best players in the world. They win gold medals. They weren't expected to win. I, I can't imagine long-term well, that did anything. Several women on that team are the best that ever played the game. Exactly. Uh, Del, uh, here's some walls. I hate to lose. It's something that's not much fun. But I've learned is that you don't browbeat players and just knock them down. It gets you nowhere either. So I like to try to watch film, show them areas to improve, and then tell them it's up to you. That's a different type of walls because his first part of the career, his career, he was known as a hard ass, mm-hmm. and he screamed at the girls a lot. So he's definitely learned in his older age. Or the players have changed a tad bit that you can't beat them down. You got to support them and get them back in a groove. I think the girls are kind of like the guys now. Have to be a little bit easier yeah, with right. them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it used yeah. to be girls. I mean, Joe B would talk about coaching women back in the day. It's like so coachable. Yep. Yes, coach. Yes, coach. Yep. And now I think they're just as sensitive as the guys. And right. maybe it takes, it just depends on the player. Why are you player. criticizing me? Exactly. I'm coaching. I'm coaching you. I'm your coach. You're the player. You're criticizing. But it's best to okay. use the film to show you where you could be better. And then they can watch. Instead of yelling at them with expletives as to what they just did wrong. Here's where this went wrong. What do you think you need to do right there? I kind of like that approach. All right. Come back after this. It's Tony and Dave, the Afternoon Underdogs. 571-7900 is the phone number. If you want to get in the conversation and exciting, what did you like about Virginia? If you want to do the good, the bad, and the ugly from the Virginia matchup, you can do that one, too. So give us a call Has right here. College football news. Michigan State is a dumpster fire of a coaching surge. Good. I think five people have turned them down now. Good. Colin Kaepernick news with the XFL and free agency news when it comes to a Potential Hall of Fame quarterback. Back after this on 790. KRD. You're giving me the it's not you, it's me routine? (laughs) I invented it's not you, it's me. (laughs) Nobody tells me it's them, not me. If it's anybody, it's me. All right. 
George, it's you. You're damn right it's me. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, lover boy. Oh, yeah. 790KRD, the app, the underdogs, Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings, Billy, uh, bringing in Billy Prickett. How you doing, Billy? Billy P. Well, last time I was on with you, I said I was kind of feeling bad, you know. Yeah. I, I, I had a sickness. I thought it was 50-50. It could go either way. Right. The coronavirus? And, and it went the wrong way. I was awful the yeah. last half of the week. You knew that. You gave me yes. the, the, the yeah. super pill. I gave, you, I gave you a Mucinex D. It's Dude, got I, Sudafed uh, in it. And I felt, I felt like I was better. After you gave me that, yes. that's how good it was. But then once it wore off, I was like, oh, man, it's <laughs> terrible. If, if it doesn't have the D, it doesn't do anything. No, everybody buys the Mucinex. And I'm like, no, you got to go to the counter to get Mucinex D. You got to get the meth stuff. Yeah, and it. you can only uh, buy one package a month. There's only a certain amount you can buy each month so because powerful. idiots used to put it in meth. Yep. Oh. So they keep an eye on Pseudoephedrine. It. But it dries your head up if you're. If oh you're man, like, I was yeah. feeling uh, incredible. But this weekend, I was rough, and I feel so much better today. I feel like I sound the worst today. You, you still sound a little, yeah, yeah, a little congested, but I feel fine. So. Well, I did, I did too, because I had an ear and nose infection. I didn't know about it. it was early stages, so I called ENT. No, I called the um the uh, my I'm. 25 again is my doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just called and I said, they said, what's your symptoms? I told them my symptoms. They're like, called it in, got a steroid and the antibiotic, and I feel a ton better today. That's great. But it will, it'll run you down. You're like, oh, it's just a sinus, sinus infection. That's fine. It'll wear you down. Oh, yeah. We could do this show in the villages. We <laughs> we'll start every segment talking about our ailments. The village is an old folks' home in Florida, Billy. Okay. Uh, okay. He, he didn't people. know what he goes. Uh, he goes. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay, here's the one thing that jumped out. I liked the XFL. I didn't think I was going to like the XFL. But I like the XFL. Billy, your thoughts? I think that's everybody's initial reaction. You kind of went in a little, a little suspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the AAF last year that kind of burst on the scene out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. then they couldn't pay players by week four. They were done. This has been a little more well thought out. It's been a few years in the making now. Obviously, you have a billionaire and Vince McMahon kind of pulling the strings behind the scenes. So I think this has been marketed extremely uh, better than the AAF was, and I think it's going to be around for the full season. Now, as far as the quality of football goes, eh. I thought it was okay. Especially Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was much better than um, than Sunday. You saw that. The, the Vipers, the Tampa Bay Vipers, looked awful. I don't right. know if you guys watched that I game. I did, yeah. Aaron Murray is the all-time leading SEC passer, and he looked like a high school quarterback right. playing in this game. A bad high school quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So, But the, the people are saying, why should I watch this? It's just a bunch of NFL rejects. I mean... If you look at it as that way, sure, but you can look at it as these are basically college all-star teams. Yeah, These are some of the best college players yep. that there were that were not quite good enough to make it to the top level, but they're still a step above college. So if you're going to watch college football, then why can't you watch the XFL? I, I still say, though, that you know the way for this to work, don't pick major markets that have oh, teams already because they yeah. only got 17,000 people on average. At these games, I bet you get more than seventeen grand in Louisville, maybe Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, I mean uh, Lincoln, oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. If it was the Louisville, whatever, at Cardinal Stadium, with a couple there would of be a lot more than seventeen thousand there. And TV is TV. I don't care if it's in Dallas or Louisville for the television camera; it doesn't matter. Right. If you call it NFL two and it's like a feeder system, it's got a shot. But if seventeen grand per stadium is the best you can do in major markets, eh, I don't know. Well, and the thing is, you saw the New York Guardians team; they play in MetLife Stadium which holds 80,000 people. It's hosted WrestleMania, Super Bowls, you name it, I whatever. I thought it was DC Guardians. 
No, no, no. DC oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What, what, oh, DC Defenders. Yes. Right. And yeah, then yeah, there's yeah. the New York Guardians. Right, right. But okay. they're playing at MetLife Stadium, and they only sell, you know, the lower bowl, basically, because right. they're not going to fill up 80,000 oh, yeah, seats. So yeah. the, the visuals of that isn't great for right. TV purposes. Sure. Whereas if you put them in a smaller market, uh, like the DC Defenders, for example, played in a soccer stadium rather than a big it looked NFL great. stadium. And that looked awesome. Yes. And people were getting into it. They're yes. all, you know, packed Dressed in there. up and everything. Yeah. So I agree with you. A, a smaller market and really just smaller stadiums in general for the visual effect of it is, is way Well, they used, to, they used to do that for the Louisville Fire where you had an arena football team here in right. Louisville. And the Freedom Hall, they would, they would literally blanket the top right. parts, right? And then just sell the lower bowl. And that would fill. It was full. Well, and the River Frogs at Broadbent was awesome. Yes. Then they went Perfect essentially triple A hockey, went to Freedom Hall, and the prices went up. Yep. But then it was BBs in a boxcar. Well, yeah. And the guy that owned it had an alcohol and drug issue and didn't pay any of his bills. But that. Um, so I thought, here's a couple of things that jumped out at me. One, I thought the kickoff was just so brilliant. Awesome. That that has to be something that the NFL is going to have to look at. Cause that's the way I was looking at it. Also, I watched the XFL thinking the NFL needs to adopt some, what are they going to want to adopt? One of those things is lining up, uh, both the defense and the offense about, was it 10 yards apart? 10 yards apart. 10 yeah. yards apart. And then there's a, the deep, that's one deep person back. deep. And the kicker. And so there is no gigantic long collision. Yeah, you don't have the guy running from the 50-yard line to yes. the 20 full yes. speed at you while yes. you're stationary. That's right. I used to play football. That was the worst. Oh, yes. It was the worst. You got yes. guys coming full speed at you, and then you try and like form some kind of a wall. But, I mean, what's that going to do? I, I agree. I think that the kickoff is a fantastic concept, but I think the NFL is too stubborn to go with it because they want everything to be their idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like when the college and the pro game kind of mirror each other. So would you guys rather have – the one foot inbounds on a reception all the way mm. through college football to the NFL or two all the way down. So so college players, it's two. XFL, it's two feet in. I mean, there are some spectacular plays getting that second foot down. I, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of two feet down, to be honest uh, with you. I could take it either way, but I, the one foot is just, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like when you practice as a receiver, you do practice getting both feet in. Even yes. if you're in like high school or yes. you, you, you want to. I mean, it, it just makes it. Well, how many times have you done that with your buddy? You just, right. you stick both feet and you dive, you just exactly. fall forward. Right. And, and your buddy throws you the ball. Yeah, I think it should be uniform two feet across, across the way. Another thing I liked about the XFL is the replay process. I don't know if you guys saw I did not any see, of that. I didn't see any replays. No, yeah, they they had cameras and you could hear them discussing it in the booth. Yeah. Ooh, not just see, this magic awesome. they're in the booth somewhere. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it was you, transparency in the replay process. You saw him looking at the replay, discussing what he was seeing, these replay officials that are in the booth and communicating down to the referee what his thoughts are were on the play. And I think that's amazing. I mean, from a Saints fan myself, you know, who's had to deal with a lot of bad ref calls over the, the past couple of years, I would love to see the logic behind this and the decision-making process. Um, one thing could change the fate of so many quarterbacks, and that is the coach being able to talk to the quarterback all the way through the snap. Or no, beyond the snap. They could communicate the entire. Now, the, obviously, the player can't communicate with him, right. but the coach is calling out the Mike linebacker. He's calling out what you need to do. Take your time. Take your time. Release someone. He's he's calling out receivers that are open. That could change the dynamics for a quarterback. Well, makes life. it a lot easier, doesn't it? Well, of course. 
Yes, you get coaching through the play. Think about that, guys that just need that little extra. I always thought Reggie Bonifon was like that. Mm. Hey, Reggie was, look, Reggie was a 4.0 student, right? <laughs> Quarterbacks would be so much better if the coach could yell, number 11's open. Well, <laughs> well, some guys don't see the field. But they have a magic they have, arm right. and they do everything else right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's complicated position. Sure it is. I think it's the toughest thing they do. Again, to the Reggie point, he's brilliant. The guy was a 4.0 student at Trinity, 4.0 student at L. He just, when he walked to the line, couldn't see it like someone else. That's right? what separates the elite NFL quarterbacks right. from everybody else. That's exactly, And that's why I say, if you could talk to the quarterback like this, and I love that they broadcast it. Now, the oh, NFL, yeah, if great. the NFL adopted that, they wouldn't do that. No, 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 no. But the fact that they were they were broadcasting what he was saying to the quarterback was awesome. That and the twenty five second clock. Oh yes, there was oh. some awfully bad quarterback play then for people uh, in their ear. Well, no, there's no doubt. But except for PJ Walker, he was apparently twenty five seconds. The ball's got to be away again. That's man speeds up the game. Oh, big 100%. time. And Big I, time. I mean, they were flying through those games in like in like three hours. Whereas if you sit down for an NFL game, it's a commitment. It's, it's forever. It's four four and a half hours, and I, that's what I liked about it. It was, it was a sped up game. They encourage scoring. They encourage offense. Like you like you said, they're able to talk to the players, and not just the quarterback has an earpiece in his helmet. The wide receivers, all the skill position players, have the same thing co- uh, coming into their oh, feet. Oh, the do they really? Okay. That's why the play clock is so short and at 25 seconds. Oh, okay. Because they don't have to huddle up, really. All the linemen are already on the line. All the skill position players line up where they need to based on what they're hearing. Oh. And then the quarterback just gives a call to the linemen to, to tell them what kind of pass block it is or what kind of run block it is. Belichick's like, oh, please adopt this so I can steal all of this. For audio. I, I know it's been one week. But does the XFL see a season two? Mm. I think they do make it through this season, which would be a success. Uh, but, you know, early reports are saying that they had the highest rated sporting events of the weekend so far. And now it's week one. A lot of people are excited for it. A lot of people want to tune in and see what was going to happen. So if that's going to keep repeating, then that that's something that remains to be seen. But... I, I think it is because I think it's going to build momentum because you're now going to get used to you're, you've picking te- you're picking teams. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? I, I'm, I'm doing DC defenders because of Eli Rogers. I, Eli Rogers had a great day. Six catches for 135 yards or something. And I, and he needs to be in the NFL, but I'm picking them and now I'm connected to them. So I think, yes, I think that now that you watch week one, you gave it a taste and you're like, I like that team or mm-hmm. I like that team. There is one player out there after watching some pretty crappy quarterback play that people have asked about. That is Colin Kaepernick. And Oliver Luck, the commissioner of the XFL, said, we've talked to them, but they wanted too much money. We're, we're a startup league and salaries are what they are. They wanted too much dough he'd to own, play. He'd own that league. Oh, yeah. Be, I don't oh think he wants gosh. to play. No, I, I, well, no, he turned down He doesn't want to prove dollars. that he can't anymore. Right. Oh, yeah. Keep, right. the, keep the mystery alive. Right, right. That's a good point. Um, okay, so I think it will stick around. I like the 25-second uh, clock. Um, the halftime was crazy. I've never seen cameras going into the halftime, and then they're showing. And again, by the way, what I thought was funny was how simple the game planning that they were doing was, right? We're going to keep pressure on. Right. I need <laughs> oh, you. Okay. I need you to get open more in the second okay. half. <laughs> okay. All this I, brilliant. 
I need you to hit the open receiver, and I need you to not fumble. Go get him. Uh, which would never happen at any there. college or any no, NFL no, team. No, no, no. no one's letting you in the in the no. halftime locker room. And no You can way. hear the play calls. Yes. And that's something I really enjoyed. As a former football player, I like to hear these like yes. long, drawn-out play calls and try and kind of decipher what it means. You Could know. you do that for the most part? Yeah, I, everybody's but, call signs are different, right? But there are some some football terminology that is pretty consistent, so you can tell. You know, certain numbers mean certain things across the board a lot of times. So I could tell if it was going to be a pass or a certain route they were running. Right. What about the college guys that are like holding up these placards, like a picture of a chicken on it? I know. And there's a sombrero and there's oh, a baseball. There's like, what are you doing? There's a Doc Brown from yeah, uh, exactly. the, uh, <laughs> Back to the Future. Right. It's like what is this? Uh, all right, we're going to bring you back here for the next break because I want to talk about UofL basketball okay. with you, and you've got some stories, Dave. Yeah, I do. All right, stick around. Uh, you're listening to the Afternoon Underdogs on 790. All right, the Afternoon Underdogs, Dave and Tony on 790. Oh, excuse we me. got Billy Prickett in. You feel better? That was my microphone. <laughs> sure it was. <laughs> lots of pasta. Can't blame the dog. All right, uh, Billy... We talked a little XFL, which we all determined we all liked. Yeah, we're tuning in for the second week. I did not want to like it. I liked it. Dave, did you not want to like it and like it? it? It was okay. It's about what I expected. Yeah, and Billy, you were you wanted to like it. No, I like football. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still in the throes of football withdrawals, so it was yeah, the timing true. of it was good. Yes. If it were the middle of July, eh. Okay, um, the basketball. You're a UK fan? Yeah, it's complicated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, but I also root for Louisville. Because I went to Louisville, I graduated <laughs> so, from Louisville, but I grew up a Kentucky fan. So you have you're already a broadcaster. It's yeah, a, it's, complicated, it's complicated, Tony. Um, it's a brain divided. Uh, Louisville won. Did you watch that game? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know I was actually talking with a Louisville fan before that game. Uh, Austin, he works for us. He's a big Louisville fan. And he was yeah, I like, like Austin. Yeah, and he was like, "Man, you think we're going to beat Virginia finally?" I'm like, "Dude." They're the number six team in the country. Yeah, it's yeah. time to start having some confidence about this right. team. Yeah. And I get it because as as Louisville fans, we've been so accustomed to just the turmoil of the program the last right. few years, mm-hmm. obviously. And it's like we we got to drop the underdog mentality now. Yeah, right. Because we are one of the elite teams in the country. There, that's true. We were no, at home. You talk to fans and you'd, you'd think we're five and five in the last ten right. games. I don't understand. So yeah, there have been some close games, but they've won ten in a row. Yeah, and there there's close games all across the board in college yes. basketball right now. So. I, I thought it was that good goes back to the Kentucky loss, boys. Yes, it just goes back to Kentucky loss. If they just hit a couple of free throws and win that game, yep. the fever for this team is different. That's true. That's what. That's the only thing they care about. But if Kentucky. you watch, if you know basketball and you watch Louisville, they have an answer for almost anything. Yeah, they got big, small. They can hit the three. They can drive the basket. Well, remember, early on in the season, we said, "Oh man, if Nawara ever gets hurt, this team is cooked." Mm. And now. Like wait, they got ten ways to beat you. There are nine players playing over fifteen minutes. Wow! There are nine players that can hit a three. Think about that for a second. There are nine players that are capable of hitting a three. Some better than others. Warren and Brian are next level, and then you start to talk about Perry and, and well, Johnson. Even Malik Williams can hit threes. And yeah, the, very and, true. Right, Stretch and then five. Fresh Kimball, the transfer senior. Yep. He's become part of the, I know what I'm doing, clear out, I got the ball. He's not a specialist at the three, but he can hit it when he, when you want him to. He's a heady Lamar. He is a heady Lamar. <laughs> he doesn't get that one either. 
It's, 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 you know what I like about Billy? He doesn't laugh if he doesn't get it. A lot of people will just kind of give you a play right. kit and go, oh, hey, hey, hey. hey. Billy's like, I don't know what the hell I'm you're gonna, talking I'm about. Google the, that. I went on the radio with these two old dudes talking about Headley Lamar. And the villages. What the hell were we talking about? We were talking about Pet Cemetery at the break. Yeah, Pet Cemetery. We were talking, you've got to see Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Why did they spell it wrong? I don't know, man. So, <laughs> dead people crawl out of a dude. The spelling doesn't matter. That's the S E M Terry. Come on, dog. What's up? Dead people crawl out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes dead is better. The dead, sometimes <laughs> dead is better. We were talking about the damn uh, Lurch. What is it? Whatever the actor's name is, he played Lurch. Lurch. Didn't he play? Didn't he play Lurch? The actor in Pet Cemetery was oh. Lurch. From the from the Adams family. No, he wasn't. Elliot is gonna. He's gonna. He's coming through the glass. Okay, so the guy in Pet Cemetery is Fred Gwynn from the Munsters. Munsters. Yes, the Munsters. Herman Munster. Yes, he was Herman Munster, and he does that terrible fake Southern accent through the entire movie. Utes? Utes. Uh, he also was the judge <laughs> in that movie. You are correct. But, uh, Elliot, you would agree Pet Cemetery is still a classic, and it's good today. Still campy, still fun for everybody. Oh, it is awesome. Have you seen Stir of Echoes? I think I booked Stir of Echoes at Cahoots in uh, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon movie, pretty good. New metal band, yeah. Uh, okay, so Kentucky went down to Knoxville, and they got a win. Yeah, a couple big wins for the for the Kentucky programs this weekend. But uh, you were saying the three ball. You know, yeah, yeah they, okay, yeah. Louisville has nine players that get a three. And when I look at Kentucky, I don't think... I don't think you need to live and die by the three ball. I think that can be the, the death of a team, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you have to have guys that can hit those big shots for you. And I think Kentucky only has maybe two. Tyrese Maxey, very streaky, though. Right. And Emmanuel Quick- Quickly is probably their their most consistent three-point shooter. But they don't have that. They don't have the Tyler Hero this year right. that can hit the big shot when you need it to. And I think that could hurt them come tournament tournament time. Whereas if you look at a team like Louisville, they have plenty of guys that can hit that shot. And they have... Depth all across the board, and I talked about that last week, and that's why I like them specifically in the NCAA tournament. What is the ceiling for both of these teams? I think the, I mean the you national championship answer, is for both. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, no, I agree. I, I agree. I agree with Louisville. Kentucky's deal is the problem that their hype isn't as big as possible, or the fact that they're not hammering this team for not putting teams away is the fact that we've seen this record play over and over again. No matter what Kentucky does during the season, they're always a shot away from the Final Four. Mm-hmm. They're always in the Elite Eight, and they hit a damn shot, or they miss the shot. And the refs get in the way. Now, they haven't. Right. the problem is they've missed those shots at the end of games yes. in Elite Eights the last couple of years, and yes. they've missed the Final Four. But you end the season thing, oh, we were a shot away. You forget every game in the regular season. And that's so Kentucky right now is like, eh, I've seen this before. We'll do right. what we what we can in the tournament. And I can say that as a Kentucky fan is it's almost every year is like that where yep. you're like, okay, this team hasn't really put it together yet, but yep. you have the feeling they'll play their best ball come March. Right. And that usually is the case. And like you said, it comes down to a close game in the Elite Eight or the Final Four or something like that, and one play doesn't go their way and they lose. Right. Uh, so with this Kentucky team, yeah, I, I'd say their ceiling is a national championship. They're as talented as any team in basketball. I think their depth is going to hurt them, and I think their three-point shooting could hurt them. But they're talented enough to go toe-to-toe with all 68 teams that will make the tournament. Before we let you go, the 16-year run of Phillip Rivers as quarterback of the Chargers is over. 
What kind of team is looking at Philip Rivers? I don't think it's going to be a huge market for him personally, but well, I think that the Colts are an intriguing team. Yeah. Uh, a real little reunion with Frank Reich there. I think uh, they're they're going to be in the market for a quarterback, but I don't think they're in a good position to draft one necessarily. I think they're sitting at fourteen right now, and a lot of these you know big time quarterbacks are going to be gone by then. So he's going to be an intriguing prospect for the Colts. Outside of that, I'm not sure he could be a bridge quarterback for maybe a Tampa Bay. Uh, but I don't think he's a, a long-term quarterback for anybody. I, I, look, I know he's got 20 kids, but what <laughs> makes him want to continue to play? That's that's the only thing that I – and look, we always talk about – He's got 20 kids to feed. Right, I'm serious. I mean, look, but the difference is he's got one – he's got 20 kids with one woman. I mean, he's married right. to the same woman. He's Neither. very very religious, great guy. Um, well, not great guy, but he's kind of a douche. But he, um, but I don't understand why they want to keep playing. Just retire no from ring. the same team. No ring. Doesn't no he way. have the most touchdown passes without a Super Bowl appearance? I do believe Philip Rivers. I can't believe yeah, Dan, Dan so. Marino doesn't have that. He's going to be one of the quarterbacks that if he if he doesn't win a ring, one of the guys that how did he not win a ring? You know, he yeah. had LT on his team at one oh. point, one of the best defenses. Yep. I was just looking at that Chargers team actually earlier today. I'm like, wow, how did they not, not win go. a championship? Yeah, right. Yeah. So and maybe because of him, right? Yeah, because he's True. inconsistent, a little bit crazy. Football's about camaraderie. They don't. They don't miss the the beatings, and they don't miss the actual game. They miss the being with the guys and the huddle, being in the huddle and being with the guys and 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 doing that thing together. That's what they like. The locker room. What about a team like Miami to kind of mentor Tua? Mm. I, I don't think Fitz Magic is going to be the answer in Miami. Well, Casey's not ready. I mean, you, you you would think Tua might come in expecting to be a day one starter, but he does have that injury where they might be weary of plugging him him in week one. But I don't think Miami, I think they would stick with Fitzpatrick to mentor him in that case. I think Fitzpatrick is a very smart quarterback. Uh, he may not have the most athleticism in the world, you know, as Tua does, but he is somebody that can mentor him rather than paying a big price tag who's for the, a Phillip Rivers. Who's the quarterback in Denver? Drew Locke. Is he? He was day? a rookie. He was a rookie last year, and he was and good. He came in at the end of the year and, and won some games for him, and he, okay. he played well. They've gone through five quarterbacks the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, but I, Elway can't I decide on somebody. Guy. I think they found their guy. Locks with the guy, okay. and I think honestly, Denver is my sleeper team for this year. They really, have, they are loaded on defense. Uh, Vic Fangio is a defensive-minded coach, second year in that system. I think they could take a huge step forward to make the playoffs next okay. year. All right, because Elway's did it before with Peyton. Mm-hmm. He, he will go grab a veteran and go win a, a Super Bowl or two with them. So, all right. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, Billy. Thanks, all Jess. right. Uh, we are going to take a break. Yeah, we'll so that's what I would this. do near the top of the hour, but that's just me. My name is Tony. I'm Dave. I'm with the Afternoon Dogs on 790. Carity. From the East and Westbrook Construction Traffic Center. Expect delays if you're rolling through New Albany this afternoon. 64 East on stacked up because of a stall vehicle east on 64 on the Sherman Benton Bridge. Traffic's backed up to 265, seeing delays 265 westbound between 65 and Charlestown Road. 65 southbound moving well through Hospital Curb. Problems right now on the Waterson East or westbound at 64 or at I-65. If you spot traffic problems, call the traffic tip line 479-2336. I'm Bobby Ellis in the News Radio 840 WHAS Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by the Exogen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Is your family ready for the flu or other virus that causes fever? Knowing when it's a fever lets you know when to call your doctor, so be prepared with a thermometer you can trust. The Exogen Temporal Scanner, backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Visit exogen.com. Cards Radio 790 KRD. L Women's Basketball is on Cards Radio 790 KRD. 
Tune in for exclusive LGNE coverage as Coach Jeff Walls leads the cards in the ACC. Catch the play-by-play with Nick Curran all season long. Listen Thursday at 7.40 as the cards take on the NC State Wolfpack on Cards Radio 790 ARD. If your resolutions for 2020 involve getting more customers for your business, iHeart Ad Builder can help you reach them. Think about it. If you're hearing my voice right now, how many of your future customers will hear yours? Head to iHeartAdBuilder.com, answer a few questions about your business, and see how easy it is. In 2020, every dollar you spend on marketing has to work, and radio has the highest return of all media. Make it a happy new year with iHeartAdBuilder.com. This is the sound of doing in the new 2020 Nissan Titan with America's best truck limited warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. This is the new 2020 Nissan Titan. This is tech for doing. Claim based on year's mileage, whichever occurs first, covered under the new vehicle limited warranty basic coverage. Wards in market large pickup segmentation and small pickup segmentation versus 2020 Titan and Titan XD. Nissan's new vehicle limited warranty basic coverage excludes tires, corrosion coverage, and federal and California emission performance and defect coverage. Other terms and conditions also apply. See dealer for complete warranty details. Every homeowner's been there. You need a job done, but will they show up? Will it get done right? And for how much? If the job's electrical, there is only one standout, Allen Electrical. Allen Electrical will be there when they say they will be. The job is done by licensed electricians and with task-oriented upfront pricing. Allen Electrical, lineman referred, realtor referred, even competitor referred. Call Allen Electrical at 502-636-4357 or visit allenelectrical.com. They'll never leave you in the dark. When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours. At Line X, customize your truck with accessories, vehicle sprays, lifts, tires, and wheels to truly personalize your pickup to fit your lifestyle. Don't just protect it. Line Exit. Stop by Line X today and see what's possible. If you are looking to customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV, make Linex of Louisville your first stop. Lift kits, tires, rims, seat covers, customized lighting. Linex of Louisville has it all. Come see us at 6011 Fern Valley Road or find us online at linexoflou.com. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell them to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you, the meat on that burrito ain't gonna light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. From the University of Louisville, this is UofL Today. Bridge freezes before roadway. You've seen those signs. UofL engineering professor Omid Gesemi Fair is researching ways to keep those bridge decks ice-free in the winter using geothermal energy so that we can preheat the bridge decks to de-ice the bridge decks and make it uh, snow-free. Using salt eats away pavement and pollutes the ground. Fair is exploring whether there's a better way. He says Kentucky soil stays around 60 degrees, 6 to 7 feet below the surface. 
feasibility of warming water underground than using it under bridge decks is the focus of his research. We just need to circulate the fluid inside the tube in the ground, and then we embed that tube below the surface of the pavement. Fair admits there would be significant cost to install piping in and around bridges, but says the long-term savings on repaving and the environment might be a bargain. We will make sure that you have a snow-free bridge during the winter. Doing groundbreaking research, we are U of L. WKRD Louisville, available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Cards Radio 790 KRD and iHeartRadio Station. It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. You know, when you see a guy make shots like that, every once in a while he misses. But damn, he did not today. I mean, just so, so impressive. Left side, right uh, side. He's making them everywhere. And, you know, we watched fa- film, you know, against Clemson. I'll be honest, he had two or three wide open looks. He airballed one by four or five feet to the left. And it's just, um, you know, the basket becomes bigger when you make a few in a row. And... Uh, we put different defenders. Dave was on him, Dwayne was on him, Fresh was on him, Darius on him. He did a great job. Enoch gets it low. They come with a double throw out to the top over to the right wing. Perry nails a three. Perry with three threes. Wara with two. And Louisville leads 15 to nine. We've played not quite four minutes. Bad call. I mean, it's a tie game, but, you know, he, he's the official. So hey, he's right in that situation. Um, but sometimes my wife is right in arguments, and I still think she's wrong. So I'll just leave it. <laughs> one, more, one more. Chris, what? what, what, what Seinfeld, I'm supposed to go out on a try, Yeah, I tried to make it a walk-off. Johnson around the Akite head. Stop and go dribble. Now takes it down the lane. His runner up and good off the glass by Johnson. The freshman pitches in his fourth point to go with his five assists. There's quite a lot of responsibility on the freshman's shoulders, and he delivered. 70 to 70 with three minutes remaining. Missed it. Rebound batted around. I think he'll get Huff over the back. Rebounding foul on Jay Huff of Virginia. So we'll go to the other end, and Louisville will get two. Because, again, i got older guys that have been through it. They recognize what's happening on the floor. They have a belief in one another. They're all in. And uh, it's, it's bottom line, it's their team. They're going to be remembered. You know, hopefully... Kenny lets me stay for a few more years, and I'll coach many more teams. But that's Dwayne Sutton's one and only chance to go out as a senior. Ryan, Steve, all those guys down the line. Oh, boy, another perfect free throw from Malik Williams. 80-73, to 11.9 to go. Kihei Clark runs into front court, drives into the lane, kicks over to the Akite, another three. That one misses. War secures the rebound, and the streak is over. After nine straight losses to Virginia, the Cardinals finally pull one out. Your your team's for real, man. Ten in a row, and they finally beat Virginia at home in a great game on national television. And I thought Dan Dockage, love him or hate him, did an amazing job calling the game. It was so entertaining. He beat the most annoying team in college basketball who made it into the 70s for the first time. And lost. That's why they don't like getting to the 70s, I guess. Uh, coached by a just Ned, Ned, what's, what's the next door neighbor's uh, Ned, Ned Ryerson? Ned, not Ned. Is it Ned Ryerson? No. Ned Ryerson. No. Are oh, you thinking Flanders? Flanders. He's like a Ned Flanders kind of coach. Oh, golly gee, we're trying to win the ball game. Uh, but Louisville went and won that game. It was so exciting. My wife looked at me and said, this is the most, cause I was jumping up and doing the fist 
pump and all that. And she was like, that's the most engaged I've seen you in a while. And I'm ready. This team is 10 in a row. They are getting hot. The the schedule sets up for a nice little run here to continue, even though you're going on the road for the next two games. Jordan Nawara had a workmanlike 22 points. He was 7 of 14 from the floor. This team was 51% from the field, 41% from three, 88% from the line. You do that. This is a hard team to beat. And everyone, game in and game out, Enoch found his jump hook again. Ryan McMahon didn't have a great game. Sutton didn't have a great game. They find different ways to beat you each time out. 571-7900. You want to talk about your University of Louisville Fighting Cardinals? Did they move up in the AP or not? No, no one lost ahead of them, so they're still number five. Okay. Kentucky up to number 12. Chris Mack gets teed up with three minutes to go, and it's tied they hit the two free throws. Now it is Virginia up two. It's the first lead that Virginia had, right? That's the first time I got worried. Oh, yeah. I, I knew they were going to hang think? around. Virginia just does. I knew Louisville was the better team, but then the technical. And you can go two different ways with that. The team can kind of fold, or they can do what they did, go on a 12-3 to run. When they were starting to chip away, and the kid that never hits one was hitting from the left side, the right side, the top of the key didn't matter. Tomas Wushtashir. He, he, he was throwing it behind his back. The blonde kid was irritating. Oh, Diakite? Yeah, he's irritating. Or kind of that that that, that blonde fro, that really yes. tight haircut. Yes. Yeah, he is annoying. He didn't make a three, though. He's their best three-point shooter. Right. Didn't make one. Um, But so they get teed up, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, Chris Mack is going to have to answer for this after the game. Like, we had it. Louisville had it. But what happened is players closed it out 12-3, to win the game. David Johnson stepped up. He rose to the occasion. Johnson was him. Johnson was big. He was. So the freshman never gets old. <laughs> really doesn't. The freshman, the freshman uh, I mean, he stood up and <laughs> he performed. He did. All right, I'm saying I'm saving David from now. Because it can be a it. It, it can be a sticky situation. You're you're a freshman, stop it, stop. and the seniors want to be the man. Stop it! <laughs> but this is a very supportive team. Oh, uh, if, look, if the other team, you don't want Johnson to get in the way. I wouldn't think so. Because <laughs> once you run into that, you'll know for the rest of your life. Never forget it. That's for sure. That's true. All right. So uh, you're sitting there watching David Johnson run the floor, and he's running the team, and he's driving the basket. He's he's taking free throws. And there's War over to the left. There's Perry. There's Ryan McMahon. There's all these seniors. There's Enoch. So I'm thinking, I wonder if they're thinking, why is the freshman? This is our time. We're a senior. Mm-hmm. We're We're going to close Virginia out. They didn't care, and that's, I think, something you've got to look forward to in this team is that they are, they're a team, and they're like, if it's me today, great. It'll be them tomorrow, whatever. They were happy to see David Johnson do his thing, and you know what? That's huge. No, they, were, they were firmly behind Johnson, right. and you could see that every time someone makes a shot, no matter who it is. Right. They're behind their guys. The chemistry on this team is really something special. Right. No, it, it really is. And, okay, so it gets teed up 12-3. There you go. You beat Virginia for the first time in nine tries. Next up at Georgia Tech, we saw what happened here last time. They won't take them for granted this time. Mm-hmm. The game that I think is a bit of a trap game, Clemson at home, uh, at Clemson. That's coming up on Saturday. I think Louisville goes 5-1 and one the rest of the way, regular season-wise. If they lose at Clemson, I think they'll beat Florida State on the road. If they get their wake-up call 
Uh, if they don't get it at Clemson, I think they'll probably lose a close one in Tallahassee. So one of those two games, that's my prediction for what it's worth. Five seven one seventy nine hundred. Are you hesitant to put this team, like start pounding your chest and start doing the U of L that we're going to, Louisville's going to the final four. Louisville's going to win a national title. This team is poised to win a national title. I've watched now at least 40 U of L teams. You oh, can tell what? That didn't populate. They still have a game at Virginia. Oh, that I didn't, I didn't see that oh, one. Okay. At Virginia. That'd be a tough one. Yeah. So I hate that team. This team is posed to win a national title. They're posed? Oh, they're um, poised. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, there's some good looking guys <laughs> on the team. Or you're just you're shortening up supposed. Oh, that could they be. They post to. They post to. They post to, man. They post to win. Of course they post to. So, if you've seen Louisville teams before, they've got it all. You've got the ACC Player of the Year. That's an ingredient you almost have to have for every national championship team. They've got that one player that you put the ball in his hands and it has to happen. He does. Plus, he's he's a matchup problem, right? You have a bunch of matchup problems on this team. Six five, David Johnson. You bring him off the bench now, so you've got you've got Fresh Kimball, which is a fifth year senior that's seen everything. He, he's running the ball for you. He's smaller, can shoot, but now you bring in the bigger guy. You got matchup issues, and Johnson's hard to handle. There's no doubt about it. Try to corral that on a Saturday night, no doubt. Even but, with both hands, you can't keep him in front but of you. Enoch and Williams are two different guys. They're two different dudes, right? That was close. Right. I'll let it go. Yeah, I know. And just shoo. Yep. Um, they are two different styles. Now, I thought Enoch caught some, some confidence in this game. His it's, jump, his jump hook reemerged. Oh, it reemerged. Thank God. Because there was the last couple of games of like, is he nervous catching the ball? Cause it looks like he walks every time he, he, he gets, catches the ball in the blocks. Then he's just now, I mean, he looked like the pro. Boom. Virginia also made a mistake because they know once he gets the ball in the paint, yeah. he's going to shoot it. And the double team never came over. So that, that was Virginia's mistake. The problem is, Virginia and every other team, you've got nine kids that can hit a three. Who are you going to guard? Yep. And I got to tell you, Mac made some adjustments that were just... The novice basketball fan can look at what was happening and going, Chris Mack is, is calling a great game. He's got a great game, except for the, the technical foul. Which, but they went went twelve three run after that, so uh, yeah, they saved their own coach's butt. Brilliant, but the brilliant, but the video of Chris Mack going in the locker room afterwards and the whole team going crazy was just fantastic, fantastic. All right, let's get to the old man. Bob Knight was at Assembly Hall for the first time in twenty years. He got fired. Um, he was obviously a warm welcome from the fans. Uh, there was that weird exchange between him and Dickie V, but that to me that showed his true colors, which is he's just a bully. As a sports fan, I didn't care if he ever goes back there. No. I really did not. No, and of course, but we're not there. No, for some we're not their fans, fan base. Right, that's right. like that yeah. sort of dangling right. thing, no closure sort right. of thing, yeah. and maybe that helped you. Right. But I thought it was kind of sad. It took him losing his faculties and having a purple nose before right. he would come back. Right. And he was still a bit of a tool. But he's going to be Bob Knight to the end, whatever that happens to be. I didn't see humility. I didn't see anything no. different. No, he just said he was in the building. He constantly demanded respect and played the old school card, but would constantly do not that. 
He would constantly curse on television shows. He would curse on the microphone at the assembly hall. But if one of his players or one, somebody did that in his place, he would lose his mind. He's, he was a hypocrite for most of his life. Uh, and he bullied people with intimidation with his size. People don't realize he's 6'4". He's a big guy. And he's intimidating. And he used that factor for most of his life. I don't hate Bob Knight. I don't think about Bob Knight. No. But when I watched that, people were writing these articles of how awesome this was. And people were like, I teared up looking at it. I could see where you tear up thinking that the old man is sick. But I guess you just live your life like a, a giant prick your whole life. That scene. At sh- the end, you can just do whatever you want. That scene shouldn't have been necessary. No, it should get, have. Get over the bitterness about yes. getting fired after about yes. uh, two years, maybe. Yes. He should have been back in the fold a long, long time ago. And the reason it was sort of iffy the whole way was like they weren't sure if the old man at any moment up till that time was going to go out there on the, in, in, in the court. You saw Jeff Brom, he was there because Gene Cady was there, right, right? Right, And he was his rival at Purdue. There was the whole 70s and the 80s were all about Bob Knight at IU, and the, their rival was Purdue. Um, and, and Gene was there. And Gene was like this great coach at uh, at Purdue that never went to the And I remember fold. Dr. Tom Davis back in the day. Was it Iowa? Was it? Dr. Uh, Tom yeah, Davis. Dr. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nervous? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it right. out. Right. So again, I was just like, I don't like him, man. I don't like any bullies. Okay. I don't like any of those guys. And especially, I don't like bullies. And number two is hypocrites. I just, if you're going to be who you are, I enjoy that. Right. Do your thing. If you're going to be a bully and say, look, that's how I get things done. I'm a bully. I'll go, oh, okay. I like you better than the person that says he's not and is. There's probably a few Indiana fans out there. If you have some sense of closure about this, how do you feel about it? If it made Bob Knight happy, I, I don't really care. Right. Um, I but if get, it made the fans and his right. family feel better about it and yeah. kind of closing that little chapter, yeah, that's that's fine. I want to give credit to Dan Dockage because he was there at IU for like 15 years. Yeah. And he was one of those guys that, that Bob Knight made made accusations about after the fact that weren't true. And Dan Dockage said that on a broadcast. He goes, look, Coach Knight said stuff about me and it really hurt my feelings. Cause like saying, hey, none of that happened. Why are you saying that? And um, and he even was like on the broadcast Saturday when he's calling a Louisville game. He's just like, "Good oh, man, I, I'm happy for the old coach and, and all that." People that without a, big, without big accountability thing. can become pathological liars. No one ever calls them on what they do or what oh, they no. say. No, that's exactly right. this alternate reality to make your situation seem better. No, that's exactly right. We talked a little bit about the U of L women's team last hour. They've dropped two in a row after getting smashed by Team USA. Walls went on to say, hey, I hate to lose. It's something that's not much fun, but what I've learned is that you, if you browbeat the players and you knock them down, it just gets you nowhere. So either we try to watch some film, show some areas to improve, and then tell them it's up to you, which is a different type of Walls coach that used to coach at UofL a couple of years ago. He was very demanding on his girls and women uh, to to perform, and he was not. He was very aggressive about it. But I think he's sort of learned how to deal with. They're, them. they're just in a funk, and they'll be a better team for this. One of their star players is playing for her national team, and that certainly has something to do with this. But there are going to be games where she'll be in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Somebody could get hurt. You have to learn to adapt to the loss of a player, and they haven't done it yet, but. It's not bad to kind of realize you're not invincible heading toward tournament time. Right. Because if you start feeling invincible, that's when you get surprised in a tournament. Um, I saw this tweet earlier. This is Indiana sports betting figures. October, 48 million. We knew that, right? November, 96.2 million. Say what? This is the, the, the bets that were made. This isn't what the take was. Sure. But this is the bets that were made. 
In December, $110 million. And a good chunk of that is probably from the state of Kentucky. 48, 96, 110, month to month to month. It keeps increasing. Word has it that Kentucky has the votes. Tim Sullivan tweeted this out earlier, and I hope he's wrong. But he said Kentucky has the votes, but word has and has it in Frankfurt that the, there are some Republicans that don't want to give Bashir the win. That it's going to be a campaign promise that he's going to be able to put through. Well, that's a good way to lose control of the House and the Senate. If that's going to be your ploy, yeah. not giving people what they want. And we'll make sure that we, especially on the other show, 9 to noon on, on News Radio 840, we'll let you folks know who's holding things up. That was the next tweet. Like the answer to the tweet was, please release names of people that are saying they're not going to vote for it because of that. Because we're going to hammer them. It was a Republican. It was a Republican sweep. I think it's going to get through. People didn't like Matt Bevin. One of the things they didn't like about him, he pretty much said, "Under my watch, there's not going to be expanded gaming or, or, or marijuana of any kind." And people said, "I can't do four more years of not having that revenue." And here's the deal: the dynamics of Kentucky have changed. There are the tune of it's it's over six figures since the last election, not this one that just happened a couple months ago, but the previous one of people that have flipped from Democrat to Republican. It's a Republican state now. I will be, the only reason you got a Democrat governor now is because of the hatred of Bashir. I'm sorry, of, of Bevan. I think from now on you're going to get a Republican governor. I think that's going to be a shoe-in. I think that's going to be, so the Republicans that are thinking about this, relax. You got the state now. You got the state. Relax. Get, Your do constituents want you to pass sports gaming. Yes. I don't care who signs it. A good idea is a good idea. Whether Bevan signs it yep. or Bashir signs it, this is a good idea. Just get it done. Do what's right and get it done. And who cares who gets credit for it? You will all get credit for it because it'll be a great decision. Right. And from what I understand, medical marijuana is right behind it. They've got that covered. So they say, look, actually there's more support for medical marijuana than, than actual gaming. So that's good. One other sports story here, Michigan State, as we know, is a bit of a dumpster fire. They're looking for a football coach. Five people have now turned them down. So last week, Pat Narduzzi, Mel Tucker, Robert Salah, the Niners defensive coordinator, and Matt Campbell all turned them down. But they thought, no big deal. The guy we want is Luke Fickle. He's 22-5 and five at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He's got his best team coming back. Probably will be the group of five representative in the New Year's Six Bowl. Luke Fickle said... Yeah, I like Cincinnati better than oh, East Lansing. Oh, damn. So he is staying, and they're on to option number six, whoever that may be, up in East Lansing. These upper-mid-level teams in big conferences, the worst thing that happened was all this TV money getting to everyone. So now the Cincinnati's and the Louisville's of the world can pay $4 million a year, right? So so what is Mr. C.A. going to pay? A million more. So what you're going to do is, I'm a hero in Cincinnati. I have this amount of much of pressure. Okay, I'm going to add, I'm going to ten times the pressure, and I'm under a microscope for a million dollars more a year. Yeah, no. A- ask John L. Smith how that worked. Ask out. Ask all of them how it worked out. Cincinnati's a good. It's a it's a good place to be when you're winning, and you're in a league that it's easier to win. Right. Yes, and he has a team coming back with almost everybody. He could he could have kind of kind of a twelve and one kind of season at Cincinnati, right? And then have any job that he wants. Many of them better than the one at Michigan State that he just turned down. And, and look, I don't know what he's making at 
uh, Fickle is making at uh, Cincinnati. I just said $4 million, but these mid-level teams can now pay that if they want to. All right, Andy from the OC. Hey, Andy. Andy. What are you doing? What are, what are you, you doing? Hey, man, I'm a Tennessee fan. You all know that. Yeah. And this Michigan State coaching search is worse than the debacle that we went through. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. You, uh, I don't, Tennessee, that's a weird job, dude. Because there's been so much stuff going on. Phil Fulmer still kind of messing around. Who wants to coach with that guy looking over your shoulder? But it could pay whatever. Tennessee could pay whatever. Right. But, I mean, the, all these names that are just not wanting to go to Michigan State, it's like, really? Well, Andy, it goes deeper than just football. You know, they had problems with a couple of basketball players with some um, some assault uh, issues that they didn't handle very well at all. Gymnastics? A, the gymnastic was a half a billion, half a billion dollars that they had to pay out to this. And, of course, um, the football program now has the same issues. And you're going to be little brother in that state. And you're always little brother. That's right. You're always little brother in that state. I understand. Yeah. All right, brother. See you, Andy. No, he knows he's got a great team coming back. And if he lets someone else take over and go 12 and 1, they'll wonder, huh, did he just get set up the last couple of years by the talent left behind? Or is he really that good a coach? You go 11 and 1, and now suddenly you're 36 and 6 at Cincinnati. You're going to have any job you want. Uh, before we go to break, just to let you know. Yes. Uh, D'Antonio, 13 seasons, right? Oh, that was a train wreck. Too. Here's. He, He's 63 years old. He steps down as a football uh, coach. After much reflection and discussion with my family, I feel that it is time for a change as we enter into a new decade at Michigan State football. Of course, none of the allegations have anything to do with it that happened the week before. Here's how stupid Michigan State is. So he had a, a longevity bonus that kicked in in the middle of January. Mm, how much was that, Dave? It was around $4 million, I think $3.7 million. $4.3 million. $4.3 million. So Michigan State... You've got a coach under investigation who went seven and six and seven and six. Mm-hmm. Three pretty pretty good reasons at Michigan State to let your coach go. Yep. Nah, we're going to let him get to January sixteenth, pay yep. him four point three million dollars, and then keep him around. Which makes you wonder what he said he might say, right? If they didn't allow him to make it to January sixteenth. And Tom Izzo isn't this saint of a basketball uh, coach that everyone says he is. He may be a nice guy, but everyone's like, "Well, the gold standard for college basketball is Tom Izzo." Is he? Bailey Kowalski mm-hmm. uh, made accusations she was raped by three basketball players at Michigan State four years ago. When she was an eighteen-year-old freshman, she encountered a reaction from the university counselors. I was intimidated and I was told if I was going to be, I was going to be swimming with some really big fish. They intimidated an 18 year old freshman that said she was raped by three basketball players at, at Michigan State wow. to, to, hey, be careful. That's Tom Izzo and his basketball team. That's Michigan State. Pisses me off. Luke Fickle stays at I Cincinnati. I hope Spartans lose every game. I hope I hope Michigan State doesn't even go to the tournament. I got a story for you quickly here. Okay. It's off the beaten path, not right. a sports topic. Okay, we got to go to breaks. It's it's we're we're late. Okay, you want to save it? We'll save it. Okay, this involves extraterrestrials. <laughs> Seven ninety. Kardy.
Hey, hey, Dwight, get uh, in here. We'll, we'll save the alien story. We got a couple of visitors. Oh, there's the big man, too. Six foot eight and a half. A lot to talk about this uh, from this weekend. The Oscars, coronavirus, XFL kicked off. Our college basketball teams did well. What'd you do this weekend, Sasquatch? I uh, checked out the uh, the U of L game on Saturday. Yes, uh, you were there. Yes, and then went out of my way to avoid the dumpster fire that was the Oscars because yes. everyone there is a trash bag and serves no purpose to humanity. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> hey, slow down a whoa. little bit. You mean you didn't want to see a bunch of people who are really good at dr- playing dress up and make pretend giving each other trophies? No, I don't care about those Los Angeles hypocrites. But here's what you... They're just making my case further why I wish California would just slide (laughs) off into the Pacific. But here's what you missed. Of course, the best picture, it does... Here's how I judge a movie. Susan says, you want to go see a movie? I'll say, sure. What's the car chase explosion to full frontal nudity nudity ratio? And she'll give it to me. I'll say, yeah, we'll go. Of course, last night, what wins... A Korean film that has subtitles. Yeah. I thought Best of you. picture. Like, if I got to read during the movie, I'm out. Of course, me yeah. too. The line of the night. And I watched the first half hour I and wa- I bailed out. I didn't watch any of it. Um, nope. I knew you, neither one of you would. So, so I had to. Somebody <laughs> on the show has to watch <laughs> right, the damn event. Because I'm so undecided when it comes to my politics. And I want Hollywood to tell me what to do. Right, right, right. Uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin opened the show. So they said they didn't have any hosts. Okay. But they came out and did 10 minutes. And they hammered everybody in the audience. They did a pretty good job. Good. The line of the night was Jeff Bezos. Bezos was there. It looks like he was with his. Does he have a son? I guess he has a teenage son or something. Like. I don't he, know. Was, he looked like somebody was with his son. He goes, Jeff Bezos is here. Everybody clapped. He goes, he's so rich, he got divorced and is still the richest man in the world. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, they hammered, uh, they hammered him. But they were, again, they had to go way too far. It's the only event that they have to remind themselves how they suck. Right. What's cool about and how Bezos. terrible they are. When she was pregnant with the son, two days. That was it. Well, <laughs> stop it. No. Amazon delivered oh, in two days. Okay. There we go. There we go. No, that does not, doesn't deserve a, uh, a rim. Good shot. Rim oh, shot. Oh, shot. Rim shot. 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 Yeah, yeah. Shot. Yeah, that came out wrong last week, didn't it, Tony? Uh, <laughs> but oh, so right. I didn't or did think it. you. Uh, you heard that XFL happened this weekend. Uh, you know what? I didn't hate it. I liked it. I, I'm I, in. I didn't hate. It. Hey, what do you think about? It? They did it right this time. They didn't try to get cute. Yes. Do this WWE crap. Yep. They played it like the product should be played. And what do you think about the one point, two point, three point? Um, point after. I thought that was okay. I thought that was cool. You could do that. But the kickoff was one that jumped out at me, and I said, this totally makes sense. Right. And I like how it doesn't take nine hours to play the game because they got the running clock, so you got you can actually see a football game in less than you know the amount of time it takes to drive to Chicago. How about one foot down is reception? Yeah, that's I like right. the college rule there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dave and I have been covering sports for a while, and we the one thing that jumped out at me was – they allowed the cameras in at the halftime to listen to the new. They were you could hear the plays that were going about to be called, right? And you heard the uh, the the halftime speeches and the design of what they're going to do in the second half, which, by the way, was not impressive. So if you think that all these great coaches are going in and doing these amazing adjustments at half, not really. That doesn't really happen. But that would never be allowed in no. any other football. Ju- uh, NFL, college, nobody's no. letting you in. Could, could you imagine 
if some major network came up to Bobby Petrino and said, we're putting a camera in your yeah, locker no, room, how yeah. that conversation would go? Because that is groundbreaking. Up till this point, the only time the cameras have been allowed around coaches is if you're – well, if you're playing Bill Belichick, yeah, and usually he brings the camera. He, br- he brings the camera. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's been sitting on it all weekend. <laughs> he had it in the holster. It's, he couldn't it's, wait. It's, it's the Bella cam. He couldn't Bella wait. Cam. He couldn't <laughs> wait. You know, Bill Belichick sitting at home watching the XFL going, I've been doing this for years. What's the big deal? I, 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 I do have a stupid question, but I'm a stupid person. Yeah, Yesterday was St. Louis is the team that I've, I've chosen to pull okay. for. Just right. Right the Midwest the XFL team. I think we're all in on them. Yeah, yeah. they're right up the road, so that's who I'm going to pull They're the Roughnecks? They were playing Dallas yesterday, okay? Mm-hmm. The Renegades. Underneath Dallas, it was the first game of the season. It said 9-5. Is, was that the point spread for Vegas? Yeah, they put the Vegas spread on the scoreboard, the little bottom score. Wow. Thing. Yeah. See, because they they and they teamed up. That I think. Yeah, well, that won't happen either. Well, no, it's because it's, they they get it. They know that the average American sports fans thinking, well, gee, I wonder what the line is. Right, and it shows up right there on my wife. But be sad. Besides all the cool stuff and the bells and whistles, it was closer to football. Yes. than what the XFL was. Remember, the XFL was a lot of a pen, there was a flag every five seconds because somebody was jumping off sides or right. somebody was moving on the line, and it was like, what are you doing? This was the closest thing to football that that the NFL has. At one so. point, Jeff Brom was walking around, thought he was Batman. Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> not good, not good. But I, I thought it was great. I, I said, you know what? I think I'm in for this. I think that'll get marginal ratings, and that's really if TV t- if it takes to TV, they're in. If nobody watches, they're out. Well, that's you, the, only the fact that you, you got ESPN in on this one. And they've turned it into something that works. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and like you I know, said, if this had been on like you know Spike TV or something, and aired at like eleven thirty on a Sunday night, everybody, well, the XFL's dead by week two. And they were smart to piggyback it with the NFL season, not right. wait until July or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining. That uh, Eli Rogers is the uh, was on the team that I was watching. That was the DC Defenders, and they have the old Ohio State quarterback. And it was it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was entertaining to watch. It was entertaining to watch. Well, yeah, it's the, you know the the joke I saw over the weekend, and Dwight can appreciate this because it's from the the same neck of the woods as his Giants. Is that uh, it's an edgy league because it actually features a Washington team that wins. Right. <laughs> no kidding. And, and it's also convenient if you live in the Dallas area because it provides a team that Dallas can watch in February. Oh, hey! hey! Well, you know where they play. They play right next to Jerry World. They're oh, in the they? old... Uh, because the Texas Rangers SMU? built a new stadium. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They built a new stadium, and instead of tearing their stadium down, because it's only like 20 years old, Jerry they just Hall turned it into a football one, yeah. field. <laughs> now, where did you find these people that were dressed up, um, like the ones I was, they were dressed up like knights. I mean, they were all in their guard, the fans. Like they, the, the, like Bobby Knight? The stadiums were, oh, that was the other thing. We didn't talk about oh, that. We'll talk about that yeah. later. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. That is a purple nose. Oh, my okay, God. You think- well, he doesn't look well, but I liked he was there. I thought it was a little sad. You think? It was a lot sad. Yeah. Well, but it, it was needed. He needed to close the book on the IU chapter. Did, did he, he really? Did, did he? he? Did he did really? He? I think so. I think. Well, well, because, let's see, the president that fired him is dead, and the athletic director lives in a van down by the river or something. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, he was able to go back without there being a problem. So we present to you this golden chair. So Too heavy to throw. Right, too heavy. <laughs> I'm happy for his family. Yeah, I'm happy for IU fans that like that like him. 
I could care less about his feelings. He I, had to wait care. until his faculty started to go before yeah. he decided to come back. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what I brought up with Tony Cruz this morning, and you might be able to weigh in on this a little more, is that in 20 years, do you think that Louisville has the same sort of moment with Rick Pitino? It's totally different. It's, to- it's totally different because Bob Knight didn't get the school in trouble and get them get a national championship ripped and all that. Bob Knight's been a miserable prick for 20 years. And oh! I guess he's been it's, sorry, it's the bottom line, that's the truth. He's been a mean SOB to everyone in his life and have blamed everyone else but himself for what happened at IU and I again, I'm happy for Bob Knight's family. I'm happy for the IU family, but Bob Knight himself, whatever. I guess any chance the teenagers in the audience went, who's that guy, Dad? Guarantee it. Well, but there was a, Unless you're an IU fan. But there's a certain group of Indiana kids of a certain age, closer to where I'm at, late 30s, that you could identify Bob Knight before you could identify the last five Indiana governors. And, and a little bit of the Bobby Knight came out with the exchange between Dick Vitale and him. I have no use for Dick Did Vitale. Did you see the video? I didn't know. Okay, he, he went over to talk to Dick Vitale, and Dick Vitale kind of reached out to give him like a little bit of a hug. And he grabbed his hand and shoved it off and act like he was going to punch Dick Vitale and go, don't mess with me. And I said, "There, there's the old Bob Knight. There's the old... Was he goofing or was he serious? Who knows? Who knows? Who well, knows? Because then after that, Dick Vitale just ran around outside the building screaming Robert Montgomery Knight over and over again until the ambulance came. But Dick Vitale did the same old shtick. What shtick comes out when they want to talk about how nice he actually is? His players love him and what else? He helped Landon Turner. That's all you ever hear. No, I, it, 40, 50 years of coaching, there's two stories. Players love him, and not all of them, and he helped one guy once. That's yeah. that's all you hear, still. No, no yeah. So, again, obviously not a fan of his. I just don't I just don't think how you could treat people bad for 20 years, and then all of a sudden just it's all forgiven. I, I didn't say anything yesterday because it was the Lord's Day, and it was Catholic Day, and trying to go to church. I, was, I wasn't going to tweet about it, but I just, now it's Monday. I'm good to go, but uh, he, whatever. I just to, to me, he's that friend in high school that you weren't sure whether he was going to high-five you or punch you in the face. Did everybody have one of those guys in their little group when you're drinking a little bit? And, and just, in high school? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That, that speaks volumes about your high school career. It the 80s, you jackwagons. Just to prove that you don't need that to be successful in sports as a coach, look at the opposite end of the spectrum. You've got Denny Crum, who is and always has been and always will be the genuine article. Thank you. What you see is what you get yep. and there's there listen the humility that denny crumb shows it's incredible yeah so you don't need to do that to push kids and push fans no bully he's a bully yeah, that's he's right. always he's been a bully, a bully. Yeah. and in and all of a sudden at the end and again i'm happy for his family i really am and iu fans that love him because they looked the emotion was all there and his players love him so remember the question i asked billy reed years ago on the first um Incantation, yes. incarnation of the dogs, whatever yes. the N-word is. I asked him, I said, Billy, is Bob Knight happy? And he said, oh, huh. He couldn't answer it. No. No, and he was like that his whole life. So, again, he well, bullied, bullied people his whole life, including men, women, children. Didn't matter who well, it was. Well, I still think that he's an angry, bitter old man, but I think that... With a purple nose. That, the, <laughs> that his former players got to him and said... Can you put it aside for 20 minutes? Just come out of here. We'll take the one last group photo. The fans will lose their minds. And then if you don't want to come back to Bloomington for the rest of your life, so be it. And then, they, and then they could all just say that that's the high note. That's the end period. That's Because that's as good as it's ever going to get with Bob Knight. Back after this. Thanks for listening to 790 KRD. 
from the East and Westbrook Construction Traffic Center. Still seeing some delays this afternoon on 64 eastbound between 265 and Floyd County and down to the Sherman Menton Bridge because of an earlier stalled vehicle up on the bridge. Also, we have a stalled vehicle on the Georgia Powers Expressway eastbound near Virginia Avenue. Another stall up on 71 northbound at the Snyder Freeway. Accidents working at Cane Run and Bridwell, Waterson Trail and Blankenbaker, and Johnsontown Road and Greenbelt Highway an accident. I'm Bobby Ellis in the News Radio 840 WHAS Traffic Center. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Do it right to save 5% every day by shopping at Lowe's in-store or online. Save 5% on eligible purchases just by using your Lowe's Advantage card. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Subject to credit approval cannot be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. For a free lifetime warranty that even covers a center diamond, visit Shane Company. At Linex, customize your truck with accessories, vehicle sprays, lifts, tires, and wheels to truly personalize your pickup to fit your lifestyle. Don't just protect it. Linex it. Stop by Linex today and see what's possible. If you are looking to customize your Jeep, truck, or SUV, make Linex of Louisville your first stop. Lift kits, tires, rims, seat covers, customized lighting. Linex of Louisville has it all. Come see us at 6011 Fern Valley Road or find us online at linexoflou.com. Genesis Diamonds makes Valentine's more romantic than ever this year with a spectacular offer. Just spend as little as $199 on a fabulous piece of jewelry, and we'll give you fresh-cut flowers, a box of chocolate, and a fabulous dinner absolutely free. This is an offer only Genesis Diamonds can make. Just buy any jewelry for $199 or more, and we'll give you some fresh-cut flowers from Nans and Craft Florists, a box of chocolates, and a gift card for her dinner at Louisville's exquisite French restaurant Brasserie Provence on Hurstbourne Parkway. Voted best dinner spot and you're going to love the collection of affordable valentine's gifts we put together rings earrings pendants bracelets bands all the gifts women love make valentine's one to remember this year with one-stop shopping pick out that perfect gift to genesis diamonds spend as little as 199 dollars, and we'll give you the flowers the chocolates and the brasserie provence gift card at no charge our treat genesis diamonds where louisville gets engaged shelbyville road plaza next to trader joe's supplies limited c store for details iHeartRadio celebrates Black History Month. Here's Angela Yee on what being a representative of the black community means to her. I do feel like it's important that we realize how much impact our words can have. And while I know we joke around a lot and we make things fun, it's also important that the message doesn't get lost in our jokes. It's important that if they're listening to The Breakfast Club, while we might have a certain type of opinion, it's okay for you to disagree with that opinion. But we will present everything that we can to you. Brought to you by Jim Dandy's Beauty Supply. Your number one hair store with the best selection of human hair. Wigs, ponytails, and all your beauty needs. Jim Dandy's Beauty Supply. At the corner of Indian Trail and Poplar Level Road. Real 93.1. We rep the culture. Imagine that you're at the store like you've been a bazillion times before. Do you know the secret to a happy shopping cart? Putting Little Debbie snacks in there is the perfect way to start. Oatmeal cream pies, Swiss rolls galore, Nutty Buddy, Honey Bun, Zebra Cakes, and more. Little Debbie loves to make you smile with so many varieties. Made by our family of bakers who always aim to please. There's tradition and love in our collection of cake. So grab your favorites in the aisle because today we bake. Hey, Nick Coffee. What's up, fellas? I feel like the kid that's joining the adults at the adult table today. <laughs> oh, bro, oh, please. Boy, boy. Hey, you need to learn how to read a room, pal. <laughs> so that's, that's a compliment to you guys, right? They referenced East Germany. You know... Google no. East German no. swim team. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's hot. So in the in the 60s and the 70s and <laughs> the, the three 80s, uh, there was Decades Russia... Decades I did not live in. Russia controlled East Germany. 
and all of the East German uh, participants in in the Olympics were all on steroids. It was before steroids testing. So the East German swimmers, like the female <laughs> swimmers, looked like she looked like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, and they had mustaches, and they won everything. They won everything, and we we always make jokes of East German. Uh, 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 now I get it. Right. Okay. So obviously, East Germany, the wall came down. You were born in what year? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. So soon after your birth, uh, the wall came down. You wouldn't know anything about it. All right. Congratulations. You're going to have a boy. Thank you. That's right. Kid number two, baby number two, will be a coffee boy. I do, I do want to say I really did appreciate it. Now, listen, for number one, I don't see gender. I, that's exactly. I knew that that's about you. Admirable. Yeah, I'm so. I'm just politically correct. That's how I roll. So I don't even see it. But I do see confetti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I know that you 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 chose UK blue. I didn't choose anything. Oh, oh no, 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 don't be going. Oh, no. I started to wonder. Oh, now, listen, no. you're a diehard Cardinal fan. That's right. And I wanted to know if that UK blue confetti going everywhere got to you. And I thought, why didn't he do this? Dark red represents a boy and pink represents a girl. I mean, that's not how it works. That's not though. how it works. Mm-hmm. But now, see, this is all new to me about you know being a, the, the father of a boy and not a girl. Because my first kid, is a, she's, she's a girl. I hadn't even thought about what would I do if my son wanted to become a Kentucky fan. Like, with Dwight saying that has got me oh, thinking about things right. I haven't even thought about just yet. Or loves ice skating. Right. Well, I had the conversation this morning on my show. Like, it, within about 48 hours of finding out I was going to have a boy, I started thinking about, man, it's going to be fun when he plays sports. And then it hit me, like, what if he sucks? Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. Now, there, there is a YouTube video going around, Nick, with this woman. So she put a, a colored powder in her rectum. Right. Yes. And then she farted, farted and then the, the, the yes. bright blue came out, yes. so you knew that yes. was a now, boy. A lot of creativity can go into these gender reveals. And that's a gender reveal I could get behind. Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> okay. So here's what I love about Twitter. So he puts the video, or I put the picture up for yeah. it. I, I put it up there. You sent it to me. I put it up. Uh, first, first comment. That's Kentucky blue. That's not. That's not baby blue. That's Kentucky blue. <laughs> Second comment. I hope you cleaned up. That looks like you're outdoors in a park. I hope you clean that confetti up from uh, the outdoors. Kill the was, ducks. It was on my parents' property. That is Twitter in a nutshell. Oh, yeah, not no. congratulations. Fantastic right. news. You got your boy. You already got a girl. You wanted a boy. Fantastic. No, it's like I hope he cleans that up. That's a that's a natural Twitter. Is I think the low where the lowest form of uh, society is is at consistently. But no if you treat it for what it is, then it's fine because it's useful as well. But man, you can find uh, mm-hmm. you can find the lowest of the low there. That's where you shoot Greedo. And here's where toxic. First of all, I'm disappointed that now you're just having the conversation of whether your kid is going to be good at sports. You have a daughter. Did you not consider? Yeah, she's. I love Maggie playing field right. hockey and volleyball, and the sports that she played was very competitive. And I'm disappointed you missed the ball. I am too. You could have got that child on basketball. She could have went on. Well, to she's the, three. She I don't care. She's, 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 gymnastics. she's in gymnastics. I don't care. Yes, there you, you go. You get her on basketball, and you get her a scholarship. Next thing you know, she's in the WNBA, making hundreds of dollars each year. It's true. Play yes. It. You know what I'm saying? But also teach her to cook just in case she has to marry yeah, well. There you go. Absolutely. And I, well, I think in a way a lot of it, it's natural. Like if she she might end up playing all the sports and my son might not play any sports. It could play out that way. But I think it's somewhat natural for when you have a son, a boy, you think about, man, I hope he. Right. When you think of stuff you do with your son 
I would imagine a lot of us think about sports. Not not everything is going to be in, in in that in that vein. Nick, I think there's a very small percentage of people that the second they find out they're having a son, what if he's bad at sports? It's not <laughs> what the first thing that comes up. I think you'll change that around. Thank Here's you. what you're going to do. Find out what he's good at, okay? Like, we went out for basketball for three weeks. It was a disaster. You knew that wasn't John's sport. That was not John's sport. It was third grade. He was knocking other kids to the ground. Uh, it was a disaster. The ball came, hit him in the face. Uh, he tried to shoot a basket and hit the trash can on the side. I said, what about wrestling? So we started to, and wrestling was obviously Became his, thing, yeah. his thing, all right? Football well, and wrestling. Well, I, I got a lot of feedback this morning on my show from people who said, unless you're delusional or in denial, you'll know pretty early. Oh, yeah. And that could change, right? Kids develop this and that. There's oh, some late bloomers. There's but, definitely delusional parents. Yeah, oh, you, and I don't want to be that guy. And that's what has got me a little bit worried is that maybe I would be because I, you know, I can just see myself as a competitive person being that guy. But. Sixth grade is the first I tried out for anything where I had to actually make the team. Right. And nowadays, if you play like travel ball as a younger kid, there are oh, ways yeah. you can make teams. But for me, and I think most kids, that's probably the first time where they really have to make a team when you get to middle school, basketball, football, whatever it may be. But somebody wrote in and said, when your kid goes out for the sixth grade basketball team, you might not know it. If You, if you might avoid it, but you'll know if you're confident or not they're going to make it. Yeah. And I texted my dad. And, you know, did you have confidence or did you think, you know, that maybe you were worried that it was going to be the, the, the long talk about maybe I need to pick a new sport? I would. Uh, and he said, no, I had confidence. And, I, and he said, but, but if, even if I didn't, I wouldn't have told you. Right. I, 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 would, I would think along the lines of potty training before point guard. Helpful. Helpful. We are getting a little ahead of ourselves here. And, and listen, I would have loved to have uh, this sports ball, but I couldn't because of those damn clarinet lessons. And listen, <laughs> you won't care. Oh, I believe you that. Won't I believe care. that. You'll you find what he's. I told you before we got on the air. John's quick recall competitions were as competitive as wrestling. It was. It was. It was like knife fighting in there. Those smart kids will cut you. K and I F E. I'm telling you, dude. The the quick recall was just as competitive. Whatever he likes, you're gonna love, right? And you're not. He won't even do it. Right. But he has an advantage because you were a pretty high level high school basketball player. Yeah, but it wasn't based off of like God given talent. How how, how tall are you? Five seven. You're five seven, and you were the star of your high school basketball team. Is that accurate? Let me guess. Three point shooter. No, Spud Webb. No. That was a part of it. That but, was part of it. But yeah. you drove the basket. I, there's video. Yeah, I mean, but and I'm, I'm not kidding you. This morning is when I have given this thought for the first time. My mom comes from a family where she's one of seven brothers and sisters. My dad has two brothers. Now the good thing about that is my dad is six foot. His brothers are both over six five. So maybe yeah. if he gets that kind of, he gets the height. But mm. of all my cousins. None of them played sports other than me. Oh, no. Oh, so no. that has yeah, me a little bit yeah, worried. They, well, yeah, but, yeah. but I could see what you said, though, about like by the time he gets to be, you know, even just an older kid, I'll know what he's into and what he's not. And I would never force. I would like to. The last thing I want to be is like if my kid doesn't want to play, and I'm like, no, yeah. you're going to play, damn it. Yeah, right. Well, sometimes you're tall and your athletic tendencies get you into news. And let me tell you, is your wife intense? In the sack. Because oh, I mean, oh, wait a they, uh, I'm sorry. Twice. I, I thought that was towards me. Uh, I thought I, I was your wife she's competitive. Okay. Because the competitiveness, this is what I've learned in my 10 years of coaching. The competitiveness comes from the wife. It doesn't from the mom. It doesn't come from the dad. So it depends on the if it's a boy, it comes from the mom. Right? So if she's intense, like if you see your ballers on the field, Look in the stands. It's the moms that are like, come on, get it. That's the, that's the competitive one on the field. So keep your eye I've out. I've known my.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.